Welcome to the IMTS Monthly Podcast Series, brought to you by the International Manufacturing Technology Show 2016. Hi everybody, this is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's Dad. Welcome back to another monthly IMTS, I am a professional speaker, uh, IMTS EDU uh, webinar. And, uh, you know, we do this every single month. I think that there are several names on here I see that uh, I recognize. And so uh, welcome back. Uh, and uh, if you're not familiar with the IMTS EDU webinars, you know, we have a whole bunch, I mean a whole bunch of webinars that are saved for you on the IMTS.com website. If you go there and look under education, you'll see IMTS EDU and webinars, and you can always watch the past ones and see the schedules for the future ones. Today, we are talking about trade media. We're calling it your day-to-day -day and IMTS secret weapon. And, and uh, why we say that is because we want to uh, provide you these monthly webinars. We want to provide you with tools that you can use on a regular day-to-day -day basis anyway. And then while we're doing this, we're also going to kind of share with you uh, um, how uh, you can use these tools to maximize your effectiveness and profitability at IMTS 2014, which is, let's see, what is it? April, let's see, so we got May, June, July, August. When, is it August or is it September this year? I don't remember. Emily, do you remember? September. Uh, it's September, so we're like six months away. Um, and, uh, boy, it's going to come by. It's going to come up fast on us. That's, that's for sure. Uh, and, like I say, today we're talking about trade media and uh, brought to you by IMTS 2014. As always, always want to make sure we put a big plug in there for the gang uh, back there in Washington, D.C. and getting ready to go to McCormick Place. I have a special, special guest, okay, Emily Probst. Did I pronounce your name right? Yes, Probst. Probst, thank you very much. Thank you. That's her right there and right there, okay. Uh, you got, uh, it's kind of like 3D of Emily here. <laughs> And uh, Emily is with uh, Modern Machine Shop, which is a publication of uh, Gardner Publications. And she is an associate editor. She said she, to she was telling me that she's been with Gardner for about seven years now, Emily. Is that right? This summer, yes. Okay. And what exactly does an associate editor do? So my role at the company is I handle case studies. So anytime you have a uh, product or a... Um, a, a problem in which a product is used to solve it, that's my powerhouse. Um, our magazine is lucky enough to have quite a few editors on it, so um, we, we break it up into smaller sections, but the case studies are all me. Case studies. Yeah. And, that, and those are, that, those are uh, I'm, I'm, that's cool because we can talk about that as, <laughs> as uh, something these guys should be uh, working on. Right. Right. And, right. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, and, um, you, you know, let, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and let's just get right into this. Everybody remember, we are recording this, okay? We archive everything, so we will be uh, um, uh, saving it and putting it up uh, probably by tomorrow, and you'll get emails from me saying that, you, that these are ready to watch. The visuals be, will be available for download as well. And also down below, underneath Emily, you will see the Q&A, and you can pop in some questions at any time. I will be monitoring the questions 
if we have a chance to uh, uh, plug it in while Emily is talking so that I can interrupt her rudely uh, and ask her, then I will. If not, then I promise you we will get to your questions at the end. If, it's, if, if, if the question has to do with some, you know, something other than trade, trade media and PR, then we'll probably have to um, pass that on to the AMT people. Uh, later on, but uh, um, but we'll we'll do the best we can. So um, <clears throat> so Emily, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna turn this over to you right now and ask you the really really big hard question: What is PR anyway? What is what is that? Uh, sure. that, that that what is that? What is it? It's, it's a really fuzzy word for for, so, for people. So PR actually stands for public relations. Right. Um, PR is a way to spread information from your company or organization to the public. And a good way to do that is through the trade media. So that is why I'm here today, is to help you figure out how you can get your message across to the general public, to, um, to your potential customers um, related to IMTS, to just people at the show. So. Um, now, now, before you, before you, you know, move on to the next slide, <clears throat> um, PR is free. Right. Now, I want to make sure everybody understands that. Okay, this is this is free. This is like sending emails. This is like you know working on supposedly you know uh, uh, social media and you know and 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 stuff like that. Um, but this is a tool that I would say that um, a small percentage of companies use, uh, uh, not only at IMTS but just in the day-to-day -day basis anyway. Right. I mean, when yeah. you say trade media, I mean, we, you know, the, you know, we're talking, you know, you know, your your world is is B two B. Correct. Okay, but a lot of the stuff that you're going to be sharing with them, they could also use, you know, it, with whether it's geographically, local business, you know, local publications, uh, you know, business pubs in your area. I mean, stuff like that, right? Right. Right. And, but a very small percentage do. Right. It's one of the easiest ways to get your information across if you don't have a relationship with a specific editor or magazine or a different media outlet. It's just it's an easy way to get your news and your information across to the public. Right. Right. So, uh, um, and and one of the one of the really big benefits, one of the really big reasons to use something like this, and you're going to talk about things like articles, uh, you know, like you said, case studies, um, uh, press releases, things like that, is that, uh, is, is that instead of like an advertisement, uh, these, these sort of have a, an air of credibility to them. Right. Much more so than if you were to buy an ad in a magazine. Right, and we'll we'll kind of get to that a little bit later. Um, okay. The it, these have more credibility because it's just the facts. So it's not a company just boasting about themselves. It's getting down to the straight facts that people want to know. Um, what are the specifications of a machine? Um, just getting to the to the uh, to the core of what you're trying to get at. And um, I think it comes across better when it comes from a, a third party. Okay, okay. So, uh, so okay. So enough of my interruptions for now. Uh, let's let's let you keep. Let's let you move on from here. Okay? Sure. Yes, slide moving. There we go. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So let's talk about connecting with the trade media. Um, where can you find us? We're at trade shows. We're at industry events. Um, we try and get out there as much as possible because to know what's going on in the industry, we, we can't do that just sitting behind our desk. So, um, you know, if you see us at these trade shows or um, industry events, feel free to come up and just start talking to us and introduce yourself and kind of develop a relationship with us. We'd love to hear about what you're doing, um, what different technologies you're, you're using, um, just uh, in interesting things you're making. The more you can share with us, the better it is for you because we can take that information and develop content, about, content around it and get it out to the general public. But what is the type of, I mean, you know, essentially what we're looking for is, is to, for, these, for them to put themselves in the, the shoes of your reader. Correct. Right, and say, okay, what would, what would I, you know, like if they, were, if they were a reader of your magazine, you'd say, you know, what would I like to read? Sure. And that's what you're looking for, right? You're looking for yeah. something that's interesting to the, to the people, not just that, oh, we have a, you know, we've, we're painting our machines red this year. Right, right. Um, there are some certain things that we typically find more newsworthy than others. Um, and say, let's see, say you've got an open house, a grand opening, a new machine, a, um, a, a new technology. We're looking for things like that as opposed to here's our machine again. Um, so again, it revolves around being new. Um, that, that's harder to do with certain types of products than others. Um, but any sort of information you can share with us, we can kind of discuss and figure out the best way to help you mm -hmm. uh, get your information across. Mm -hmm. And, and this, I think the, the, mo the important point here is, is for, for them to contact you. Correct. Yeah, I mean, if they don't contact you, obviously nothing's going to happen. And that's the, that's the issue that I was talking about is that they're – you know, I, I'm going to say 90% of the exhibitors, you know, don't use don't use this at IMTS, and so I also have to assume they don't use it in their day to day. Right, um, and and especially for IMTS, many many media outlets do pre-show coverage. They mm -hmm. do during the show coverage. We do post-show coverage. I know specifically for Modern, our August and September issues are devoted to pre-show coverage of products that will be at the show. Um, and our, I believe, November, yes, our November issue has post-show coverage. Yeah, what we saw. I'm sorry? Yeah, what we saw at the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah what, was, what was cool and what was hot at the show, yeah. Right, and the reason our November issue, um, magazines, we need, we need some lead time for that. So, um, as far as getting us your pre-show coverage, now's the time to start. Um, and and post-show again, that's why it's our November issue. Right, right. So, like for example, like we talk about, like you say, the August issue. Okay, we are uh, essentially five months away from August, but really, they need to get information to you probably in the next what two or three months, right? Right. I mean, start doing it now. Now. At the middle of June, we're pretty much wrapping up our August issue. Right. Okay. Just want to make sure they understand that. Right. Um, 
So, so where can you submit these things? Um, if you look on imts.com, they actually have a really nice list of key publications that will be at the show. That's a great starting point for if you're not quite sure what kinds of media outlets there are, if you don't have a personal relationship with specific editors or specific magazines, um, it, it's just a really great resource for you. Mm -hmm. um, and let me see. Probably shouldn't be on that slide yet. <laughs> okay. Um, but what I want you to be aware of is that every media outlet is different. So I'm definitely going to be speaking, you know, strictly from my knowledge with um, Modern Machine Shop and Gardner Business Media. Um, but a good way to figure out what these different magazines and media outlets would like to see so as far as the editorial they run. Like, for instance, I, I was talking about case studies that I edit. Um, we also have different departments like features, which that is something that um, we write ourselves off of tips and um, think information that is provided for us, but we write that ourselves versus case studies. We like to see that content submitted. So like I said, every, every publication kind of does things a little bit differently. So a, a good resource for you is to find or ask for um, editorial submission guidelines. So this is just a quick preview of our editorial submission guidelines. And I believe I I'm have gonna a bring the, I'm going to bring this over right now. Okay. All right. So I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, and what you can do is we're going we're gonna to have a couple of different publications during the presentation that uh, Emily's going to refer to including this one, the Editorial Submission Guidelines. And you can, and you see I've moved this, this file box over for you, so you can, you can click and, and download these uh, files you know, while I've got this out here. Uh, and I'll leave it out here for just a second. Um, you know, because like she says, every single trade publication has their own editorial submission guidelines. And so you should go to either to their website, which is where I would assume that um, you would find those, um, right. and uh, um, and you know if you're interested in some other publication, is to go see what theirs are and read through them. This is just the first page of, you know, that I, I did a screenshot of this uh, to, to put this on. So and if you download the PDF, you'll see the, you'll see the full the full thing there. Um, one question that has already come up is, would it be a good idea for my company to publish articles about improvements to our existing product line? Um, I have an answer, but you go ahead and answer that first, Emily. Improvements, yes. We would love to see that. Um, that would make a really good product release. Um, I know you're not constantly coming out with brand new technology every single year, every single month, um, but improvements are definitely something that we would like to see and something our readers would like to know more about. Um, and that's also a good way to keep your information in front of the editors. So if you send one press release, you know, that does its job, but as, as you make improvements to your particular product, send another release about it, and that way you're in front of us more often. Um, the, the trade media become more familiar with your product. We, we know more about it, and we can report on it more. 
I would say that you would you should err on the side of uh, of so you don't don't ask yourself the question. Oh, maybe they won't publish this. Let them tell you that. Right, and that's for us to decide. Right, right. Let them tell you that. And and if they if they tell you that you know no this isn't this isn't the right fit. Well, you start to learn what they're looking for. Right. You know, and so send it in. Send it in. Worst yeah. they can say is no. Right. <laughs> Right, an email doesn't hurt to send at all. No, no, not at all. Um, and with that said, even if you don't have a, a full-blown press release, just a quick email to, to an editor saying, hey, I've got this new piece of technology going on. Are you interested in learning more about it? Hey, we'll answer you. We'll, we'll love to find out more. Right, right. And mm -hmm. she's going to show you how to write a press release. But, uh, but yeah, absolutely. You know, make, <laughs> make friends with the editors. Yes, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. I'm going to move this off to the side. I'll bring it back out, you know, when we when we do more. So, so moving on, um, how how to write a press release? Um, a press release is a good start. Say you're you're not at every industry event, or you don't know an editor personally. A press release is a really good starting point. Um, there are two different kinds of press releases, and the first one is a product release, and the other one is a news release. And what I see a lot of people doing wrong is kind of combining the two types of information. They do. They, they think they're doing this. And what they're doing is this. Right. <laughs> they're, right. They're making it hard for the editors to actually get to, to figure out, okay, well, what, what's the most important thing that you're wanting to get across? Do you, do you want to tell about the, the new machine, or do you want to talk about you know, the company's grand opening? Um, it, it, the best case scenario, if you have all this information, then two press releases. Um, just stick to the very basics within a press release and don't combine the different types of news. Can you, can you give an example of what would be the difference between news and product? Oh, sure. So a product release would tell you, um, would give you the specifications of, uh, of a certain product. So this horizontal machining center features X, Y, and Z axes measuring blah, blah, blah. Um, that is the kind of information we want at a press release. Just stick to the facts. Um, tell us as much as you can about about the particular product. Um, a, a news release is more um, like an open house, a grand opening. There's a new president in the company. Um, you won uh, an award. Then, yeah, I'm sorry? You won an award. Yes, he won an award. These are the type of things that make great news releases. Right. They keep them separate. Right. <laughs> yeah, we got a new president. Oh, by the way, we have this great product. You don't know. Right, right. And I'm, I'm not saying that there, are, there might be an instance where, hey, it does make sense to draw in this information. This isn't, you know, the, the hard, fast rule is you must do it this way. No. But it just makes life easier if you decide, hey, I'm writing a product release, or hey, I'm writing a news release. Right. <clears throat> okay. So we're going back to writing 101 here. 
the very first thing you want to do is lead with the information that is most important. Um, when you send in product releases or press releases, we are going to edit those. They will not run exactly as you send them. So to help us understand, because you are the expert, um, and you know this technology better than we do, to help us understand what is the most important piece, you need to lead with that. And then as we need to chop this release down for due to space or something else, we know that, hey, the stuff at the bottom, that's not as essential as what you've led with. Yeah, don't bury the lead is, is the, the phrase that you often hear in uh, publishing. Uh, you know, what's the hook? What is going to make people want to read this? Right. What that, that's, our reader is going to say, wow, I need to learn more. I have to read this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what you want them to do. They see it and they go, <laughs> just like that, just like that. Um, you, you want to tell right away, you know, what problem does this product solve? Um, again, this helps readers know, why is it important to me? Why do I need to learn more about this? Again, tell what is new or unique, or as one of the questions was, what is improved? Um, no fluff. That is an editor's pet peeve, and I know everybody loves to put that in there. But I guarantee you don't have the biggest, fastest, most robust product out there. And there's no way that I can. World's best. World's best. Um, yeah, there's there's no way that I can verify those claims. Those types of words are great for advertising. And they have their place. But it is not in a product release or editorial. We will cut that out. Yeah, Undisputed number one. Right. <laughs> I put that in mine. Yeah, well, you know, I, I might edit I'm, that out. Of I get disputed all the time, so. All right. <laughs> um, again, this isn't a steadfast rule, but 300 words or less is a really good length for product releases. Um, if you have less to say, that's fine. If you have more, we will more than likely just cut that down because there's only so much space in our magazine. Yeah. Um, as far as what kind of format to send it in, I, again, every editor kind of does things differently, but I can tell you if you are sending me a product release or a, press or a news release um, or a case study, hint, hint, um, a Word document works best. I know sometimes we get in PDFs, and those are really hard for me to work off of. You can't just copy and paste it out into a Word document, because as an editor, I work in a Word document. Um, so take out the formatting. You don't need fancy letterheads, quite honestly. If you put that information at the bottom, that's fine by me. It doesn't have to be this glossy, high production, because that's our job. We take it and make it into a great piece of print or a great online. Um, just copy. Just the copy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and photos. Um, if you have a photo, please send it. It helps make it helps me see what's going on. It helps the reader stay interested. Big blocks of copy are kind of off putting. Um, so it's good to have a photo with it. Um, does it does it does it help to uh Okay, so a photo, 
attached to an email. Right. You say, all right, an email, and, the, and you've got a Word doc and a photo or something like that. Is that better than saying, oh, here, you know, we have a Word doc here, but then here's a link to several photos or something? Oh, um, that can work. Um, I know different email clients have um, different file sizes that sometimes if you send a bunch of photos, it won't come through. It won't come through, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a lot of photos, yeah, if you have a link you can send me to that, that works great. Right. Um, okay, yeah. just want to make sure about that too. Yeah. Sure. Um, so right here I have a graphics reference as far as um, it's the photos we're talking about. Because, because Modern Machine Shop is a magazine as well as you know online components. We do have to have high resolution photos if we are going to run them in print. Um, a high resolution photo means that it is 300 DPI, um, and if you look at that graphics reference and download that, that tells you more information than you will ever want to know about taking high resolution photos and how to even determine if they're a high resolution photo. I can tell you if you take a picture in the shop on your smartphone, more than likely it will not be good enough for print. Um, that'll come in at 72, 72 DPI, which is, it'll come in blurry and grainy and kind of pixelated if we were to run that in print. So if you take a look through that reference, I think that's a really good place to start. I will say, um, if you use any sort of digital camera, more than likely, if it's a fairly new camera, that'll be more than we need for use in print. Yeah, and if you put if you set it at high res, um, right. you know, then uh, then it it, sh it should be, the cameras nowadays, even you know, the pocket cameras are, are, are you know more than good enough for this as long as you set it, put the settings in at high res. Uh, right. Somebody does ask the question, what about video? You know, we're talking about attaching photos for this, but, but video, because you're a print publication, obviously video doesn't work for you, but is, it, is that, you also have an online version, does that matter? Right, actually, um, you know, print is just one component of what we do, and I think most traditional media outlets, you know, we're not just playing in the print Field. We're, we're doing it all. So we're doing video, we're doing online stories, we're doing blog posts. Um, so if you do have video available, we would love to see it. Um, yeah. it, it. It's more useful for us if it's not a highly produced advertisement, but more of a raw technical piece. Um, if you have a link to a video, Send it to us if it's on YouTube. Send us the link. It, it's a YouTube makes it very very easy for us to share videos with you know, with the general public. Yep, yep, very much. Yeah, very much so. And this this is also you know again we're also talking about that this is true for your local pubs too. Uh, um, that they, that, you know, all these things are, are the same in, the, the same way to approach them and what they're looking for and stuff. Right, right, and quite frankly, video is something that we, Modern Machine Shop, are doing more and more of. I think our readers like to see it. It's just, um, people tend to be very visual, and if, if you can see a part being cut and actually see it in action, I mean, that's great content. Right. Um, 
Okay, somebody's asking me about the download. Where does it go? Um, you know what? I don't know, Mallory. But here's what. Uh, but but if you have an issue with downloads, don't worry about it because after this is over with, again, you know we're going to have everything archived on on uh, you know website. I'll be sending you guys. You know we'll be sending out email blasts to to you know that you can get these, um, and uh, um, and we'll make sure that all of these all of these uh, downloads all the, the doc the PDFs are also there for you to download. So if you can't get them right now, then then just get them. You know a little bit a little bit later. All right. Um, back to sending, emailing us your press release. Uh, please provide some contact information. If we have a question or are not quite sure about a particular spot in it, you know, to be able to to call you up or send you an email for clarification, it's so helpful. Um, also, it helps us. There are many times when. You know, this company used to be named something else, or it's recently merged. Um, to have the contact information and how you would like to see your company's name in print is very, very, very helpful. Um, just a, a side note, sometimes people send a, me a Word document with the photo embedded like right in the middle of the Word document. That doesn't work. That will come through as a low-resolution photo, and that won't work for print. <laughs> no, do not do that. So I would suggest sending it as an attachment. Separate, separate file. Separate right. file. So. And I also just want to, uh, you know, as as you can see, I, I am bringing in some of the questions people are putting in there. There are a couple of questions. I'm just going to wait until the Q&A section to, to get to those, okay? So if I haven't answered your question, don't worry, we will get to it. Okay. So, okay, now I'm going to move this off again. I'll bring it back. Okay. So now let's talk about IMTS. Yes. So, like I mentioned earlier, the time to send releases is right now. I cannot emphasize that enough. We work ahead for this show like crazy. It helps us so much if you get your releases in early. If you know what's going to be at the show, send it to us right now. Um, now? Should they send it now? Right now. Okay. So our pre-show coverage for Modern Machine Shop, our August issue and part of our September issues are, are very heavily devoted to product releases. Um, we also do some, some pre-show coverage um, telling us, you know, what's the most important thing going on in your booth? A lot of people will get um, certain speakers in certain machines that they would like to highlight. I know a lot of booths have more than one product. Um, it helps if you have more than one product in your booth and you want to send information on it all, send one release per product. Um, it's very, very hard for us to include everything in one short little 300-word release in the magazine. Um, and don't, don't muddy up the waters. You know, pick, pick one. 
Right. You know, pick pick one thing that is because really what you're trying to do with these is you're trying to get people to come to your booth. Right. That's really the bottom line idea here is that you want because as they as they're reading these publications in advance, attendees have done this for years, as we all know. Whether they do it online, looking through the online publication, or whether they're looking through the print publication, they're going they're going through this with a couple of things in mind. Number one, they're they're looking for answers to their own situations. Okay, they've they've got challenges, they got problems, they got they've got opportunities, projects coming, stuff like that, and they might say, well, gee, I don't have you know, maybe there's a machine that they need, okay? I'm, you know, like I know what I'm talking about here. Um, uh, you know, maybe there's a particular type of machine that they need that they don't have right now. So they'll be looking through the publications to see if there's any information about that stuff. So that's number one. And, the, and if they find it, they're going to put that on their agenda. Uh, and then the second thing is, is that they're also going through to see, well, what's new, what's different, stuff like right. that. So make it real simple for them to to see that stuff, and and come and they, and they go, oh, I got to go talk to those guys, and they right. put you on their on their agenda. And I will say, our magazine is lucky in that we have a lot of space we can devote to IMTS product releases, and we like to cover things in different pavilions. So just just because I say one release doesn't mean you can't have, send in a product for, say, EDM and another one for, you know, a machining center. Um, there, there is a slight chance that you, you know, we could consider both if we have the space. Um, so again, it, it all comes back to if you have the information, send it to us and we can decide you know, what, what we can use and what we have space for. Right. Um, send us your booth activity news. Uh, a quick email about this kind of thing can help us determine before the show, hey, we need to stop by this booth and talk to this person. It, it would be, it would make some really interesting content or I want to find out more about this. Um, again, alerting us to what's new can help us editors better plan, you know, on our show and make sure we see what we need to see while we're there. Right. Don't worry about whether you've never done this before. You're not sure if you're saying the right things or anything like that. I mean, uh, um, you know, you didn't know how to drive a car either until you started getting behind the wheel. So, uh, you know, <coughs> just get going, contact them. That's one of the, like she says, invite us. Yeah. That's one of the most important things you can do. Just, you know, invite them. And if we can work it in our schedule, we would love to stop by your booth and see what's going on. Yeah, they don't want, they don't, they're not just looking to talk to the big guys. Right. You know, and that's another thing is that, is that you know, a lot of uh, unique, innovative, interesting ideas and concepts and, and products and services, you know, come from the smaller guys and the newer right. guys. And that's, they want to see, they want to see you guys just as much as they want to see the big ones. And I'll let you in on a little insider tip. I mean, at, at the end of a day or at the end of the show, we'll, the editors will kind of meet up and say, hey, did you happen to see this booth and see what was in there? And we, we talk about the, the cool new things that we've seen at the show. And, hey, you need to make sure to stop by this booth because that demonstration is going on and you cannot miss it. So, uh, so it's good for us to know what's going on. Okay. I do have a question that kind of refers back to when you were talking about don't embed photos. Um, you know, um, 
a comment here. Uh, you know, when I've submitted articles or press releases in the past, I have embedded the photos to show what part of the article they pertain to and also to show the correct orientation of the accessory or component. In addition, I send the photo as a separate attachment as well. Is that an okay strategy? That's perfect. In fact, that might be, if you... It's perfect, Scott. <laughs> you did it right. Um, <laughs> yes, if, if you have something that is so specific that you want to highlight that particular part and make sure that we understand that that's what's going on, that is an absolute great way of doing things. Yeah. Um, if it's just a whole overshot of, of a general product, you might not need to embed that in, in the Word document. Yeah, I think if it's necessary to the, to the story. Right, right. You know, then, then fine, you know, obviously do that, but like you say, Scott, then attach, I would attach every one of the photos separately. Right, and you know, I'm, I'm giving you tips, these are not absolute hard rules, the, the key to a press release is making, is communication, making sure that we know what you're trying to get across, um, making sure that we understand everything correctly, so the easier you can make it on us, the better. These are hard and fast rules. <laughs> no, they're not hard and fast. So, all right. So invite you guys. All right. Right. And then, what? What about after the show? After the show. Um, after the show, you can still send releases. Um, like I said, in November we do do post. That was that was the next bullet. I was just going to the next bullet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, we do after the show coverage. Um, and to same be thing, honest, same thing, just send, you know, send the stuff. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be IMTS related. Once you've opened that line of communication, if you've got other releases that aren't related to a show that highlight new products, we, you know, we continue on just in a normal non-IMTS setting. Up All year that. round. All year yeah. round. See, it's like all year round. See the calendar? All year round. That's what it's all meant for. I'm knocking stuff off my desk here, so don't mind me if I look down here. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to try and let you behind the curtain to uh, certain media outlets so you kind of know what our process is and, you know, how, how we make certain decisions as to what kind of PR we run. Uh, where we get information. Um, so, he, so here we go. <laughs> so how do, we, how do we decide if we're even going to use a release? Well, is, is it well written? Get it? <laughs> get, get it? Is it, is it well written? Right. That's a, that was a joke. <laughs> does, does it absolutely, does it cover the features and benefits? Is there a photo? Will our readers want to see it? Um, when you send us things, make sure it's on topic. Know the media outlet that you are sending things to. If it's a niche publication, stay within that niche. Um, Modern Machine Shop, luckily, we, we cover a lot of different products, a lot of different areas um, in metalworking. But if it's more of a, we have some sister publications like mold making technology and production machining. Um, those are very specific magazines, so you, you want to um, 
you want to write your content in such a way that it's more specific to that particular niche. Um, and one of the key things is, you know, do we even have space for it? We get in a lot of releases, and unfortunately, we cannot run every single one. So we have to make tough decisions. And, um, you know, when we do make these decisions, a lot of times it comes into, you know, how much heavy lifting will we have to do to rewrite this press release? Um, is it something that our readers will find interesting? Um, that's how we make these decisions. Um, I think it's, I think it and, and and I would I would say that in the order it probably goes the other way around is like, is like really how interesting is this to the readers right that would be the number one they would say they would say uh, um, you know is this really cool is this something people would just go wow I really want to learn about this and and uh, you know if it is they want they want to put that in okay and then you know, but, but because because I will tell you, there are a lot, I mean, when we say that there aren't very many people that, that companies that send press releases in or contact editors or something like that, I mean, we mean it, but there are too many who contact editors or they send in press releases, and it's just garbage. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's total fluff. Right. You know, like I, like I, I, you know, I quickly, I, I kind of glossed over it very quickly at the beginning when I said, I said, you know, they're not interested that you're that you're now painting your your machines blue. All right, that's that's not a story. Okay, right. If there is some meaningful improvement, or there's some uh, you know grabber new product or something like that that is that is newsworthy. Okay, <laughs> so they want it to be newsworthy, and then yes, of course, that it's 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 well written, just like you know, just like I wrote over here. You know, it's well well written, right? Okay. And uh, um, so I, th I think that's important to remember that the hook is probably the biggest thing. Right. Um, and, and how and why we edit. Again, our job is to take this information and present it in the most clear, concise way as possible. We are there to present this information. Um, be blunt, Emily. <laughs> we take out you know, the it's like it's like you're trying to be nice about this, you know. <laughs> you got to be, you know. They have to be, they, you know, got to be blunt, you know. You have to communicate what what is important, what you want the readers to know about, and we take out the extra. And quite honestly, what you send in and what we print will look completely different. Um, many times. If, even if you do send in a photo, we just don't have room for it. So unfortunately, we cannot print every photo. Um, we cannot, even, even if it takes you a really long time to get to the point and you have two pages worth of content, we absolutely don't have room for two pages worth of content. Right. So, but I will let you in on a little secret from our end as people who submit this stuff. All right. And Emily, it's quite okay for you to just not confirm nor deny this. But in my in my history of doing things like this, I have found that my relationship with the editor sometimes gets me that photo in the in the magazine over somebody who does not have a relationship 
with the editor. So, and I know that Emily can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> and that's fine. That's a Steve, that's a Steve tip. <laughs> that's a Steve tip. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it does go back to, you know, introduce yourself, make sure we know what's going on with you, ha have that personal relationship. It's, in, in any industry, you want that personal relationship with all the players in your field. And it, it's just a good thing to have. Be friendly with us. We, we love to hear from you. Keep the line of communication open. Right. Right. So, okay. So, like I said, we've been getting a lot of questions. That's, that's great stuff. Now, remember, this stuff doesn't we're not, you know, yes, we're, when we're talking about inviting the editors to see you at the show and what you're, what you're featuring at the show, that, that type of stuff, but just think of this as something that you can use all year round, you know, whether it's, whether it's with uh, Modern Machine Shop or whether it's with any of the other publications, whether it's in your local area, you know, your business journals. Uh, um, you know, you know, we have, you know, I'm in Seattle, and we've got a business journal here. We also have local. We we have weekly papers that stuff like this would be great for. Um, and uh, uh, um, you can use this information all year round, and that's that's kind of, that's one of the big things that we want to make sure that you understand. Um, now, let me get to some of the questions that we. I, I've got a few questions here that we have not talked about yet. There's one. Let's see. One comment here says, "Don't forget about posting to IMTS.com." online media center yes of course that make sure that you're, you are taking advantage of the tools that IMTS is providing for you right now right before the show and uh, get yourself on there because I assume we get weekly emails when when you upload a press release to the media center all the editors who sign up to receive that get weekly emails so that is a good way to ensure that we see your press release. There you go. There it's you all go. in one fell swoop. It reaches a lot of different editors. Yeah, and they do re they do go through that stuff. That that that's for sure. Um, let's see. This one probably doesn't fall into your purview, but I think I might. Uh, I think I can help answer this. My company advertises in our trade magazine. How many ads per issue gets the best results? Do you have any comment on that, or do you want me to comment on that? I I really don't have any comment on that. Yeah, because um, you're an editor. You're not a Right. I, I don't deal with advertising. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if it's ads per issue that I would be looking at as much as I would be looking at, at, at regular advertising in each issue, okay? Uh, and it's and like my wife sells space in a local publication. And, you know, we often talk about the fact that the, com the companies who have the most success uh, in that publication are the ones who run an ad every week. Okay, not not the ones who necessarily buy a great you know full page uh, um, ad um, you know once every three months right or once or or once a month or something like that that it, they they find that they have to even if it's a quarter page ad or a smaller ad but it runs regularly um, every month that 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 tends to get more um, uh, uh, gets more publicity uh, I should say it gets more attention that way. Um, let's see here's uh, let's see okay. Um, Gardner partners with IMTS to produce the show daily. Mm -hmm. How can exhibitors get their news in the show daily? So, like I said, a great way to do that is to start sending, I mean, you can send me an email, let me know what's going on in your booth, what's 
new, um, who, who the different speakers are, anything you think is newsworthy, just send me an email and we can go through. And again, if, if we have space to report it, that, that's a great way. Just keep us informed. Mm -hmm. Get you to the booth. Right. You know. Um, let's see. What if you don't have a What if you don't have a new product and are rerunning the same press release? How do you keep your re releases fresh? Well, it's not the release that's fresh; it's the information that's fresh. Right, and th and that's tough because there are certain products that, I mean, they they do stay the same. Um, that that one's very difficult. I'm sorry. It is difficult, it is difficult because because you have to understand that 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 uh, the the bottom line in things like this is that people are looking for what's new. Right. They're looking for unique. And if it's not new, if it's not unique, if it doesn't, um, what I would suggest though is here's here's to go back is that remember that that Emily said there are two types of press releases. There are product releases and there are news releases is that instead of just relying on product releases, is look for some way to develop a news-worthy item, okay? Not necessarily about, the, like I say, not, not necessarily about the product, but maybe about your company, about people in the company or, you know, or, or, or something. And, and um, you know, look for ways to create news because that is an issue with some companies is, is that it's not like you come out with brand new stuff you know, all the time, or you, or you don't have it in time for something like IMTS, and and uh, uh, and and so you have to look for other ways to create news. Right. Uh, um, think of and, what would Donald Trump do? <laughs> and you know, another. I know this doesn't necessarily help with IMTS, but um, if if you have a product that hasn't been updated, think case studies. That that is a great Ooh. way. Oh yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, study. that's a great yeah. that's a great idea. A case study. So again, it's it's the customer using your product to solve a problem. That is the general basis of a case study. And even though that product may not be new, they are using your product to to, to solve a problem. And we can report on that through the case Ooh, study. That, that's an excellent idea. That's an excellent idea. Uh, if my company has been selected as a speaker, I assume you, Susan, you mean a speaker at at, uh, at IMTS. Is that worthy of a press release? Well, my first question is, what kind of what kind of speaker? Tell tell us information. Sure. Yeah. What's the yeah? You know, what would be the topic, and why is the topic important? Um, yeah. You know, and and um, you know, and and. You know, and also you kind of have to ask the question of, of uh, are you are you trying to get them to the program, or are you trying to get them to the booth, and um, you know, and steer the the article that way, um, or if like let's say you are that person, Susan, who is doing the speaking, you could say, uh, you know, in your release, you could say, well, here's what Susan's going to be talking about. It's it's important because it's you know it's going to be, you know, she's going to be talking about how to solve this type of a problem, and so uh, and and after the pro after that program is over, she will be in booth so and so, yeah, uh, to answer questions and you know and stuff like that. So you know make it make it news newsy, okay? Right. You have anything else to add to that, Emily? Not really. I, I just that question. I I'm personally curious to know you know what what you've been selected for, and we'll go from there. Oh, I love it when an editor is curious. I, that's what I want. I want them to say, I want to know more about that. 
Okay. Good. You've done your job. It's made me curious. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, can we get Emily's email address? She has referenced it, referenced it several times. Absolutely not. <laughs> We're just kidding. I'm gonna ha I'm gonna put that up uh, um, here in just a second. Uh, and uh, yes, you will have both both uh, hers and my email address to, to be able to contact her. Um, I'll go ahead and put that up now. You, I, I, I know you were trying to sneak ahead there. Well. You know, <laughs> oh ye of. You know, you bring somebody on and they get a little control, I, you know, and they just say, "I'm, yeah, go wild." So, um, let's see what else. I don't see any other questions right now. We'll wait for just a second here. So, um, it, you know, and I'm going to just go back very quickly uh, uh, to tell everybody that, yeah, remember, we'll be doing another webinar next month. This time, this one is going to be boom, bang, right on IMTS. I'm going to be talking about pre-show marketing and all, and talk about some of the cool cool tools, and some of my secret weapons, <laughs> some of my secret weapons, which actually PR would be one of them, you know, or I should say trade media would be, would be one of my secret weapons, too, too uh, and, and it, yeah, that's right, it's going to be May 6th, I believe that's a Tuesday at 11 o'clock, um, and here's how you can contact me or Emily, uh, and, uh, you know, the, obviously uh, she will be at the show. Um, before we kick everybody out of here, uh, since I don't see any other questions, Emily, what's, what last words of wisdom would you like to share um, before we rock this, you know, lock this uh, baby up? The last words of wisdom is just keep the lines of communication open. Uh, the trade media, we're not big, scary entities. Um, we love to talk to you. We love to meet you. Uh, keep keep that line of communication open, and we can. If, if you're not sure about if something is newsworthy or not, a quick email. We we can point you in the right direction. Help you get your information out. Yeah, I would say I would say not just keep the lines of communication open. I would say start right getting the well, communication. Any information. Yeah. <laughs> start getting the lines of communication open. And I know that Emily is looking for an email from Susan. Am I right? You know about the speaker at the show because you got her, you piqued her interest. So, so there you go. That's how you get a hold of it. That's how you get an editor. So, Emily Probst, associate editor, Modern Machine Shop, Cincinnati, Ohio. She has never been outside of the Northwest, uh, the, the Midwest. She's been to Cincinnati and Chicago, and that's it. She's got a farm that's 200 years old. This girl, I'm sorry, this woman, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, this woman has quite a story behind her. So thank you, Emily, for uh, joining us today. Uh, great information. Uh, I'm glad, glad you were able to join us and, uh, and, and share with us. Uh, thank you, everybody. Had a nice turnout today. That was, nice. that was a nice turnout. So again, like I said, we'll be back next month talking about pre-show marketing, promotion, communications, all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, other than that, I'm going to Phoenix this weekend to watch my daughter Kelly. Those of you that follow me and Kelly, this weekend the Big Sky Conference Championship, and they they are picked as the uh, they're the favorites to win Portland State University. So keep your fingers crossed, or as my mother-in-law used to say, pray very very hard for Portland State University. <laughs> so, thanks again. This is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Bye.